compound. Recent studies from eMarketers show that only 17%, yes, only 17% of B2B marketers worldwide to their ABM program was mature and driving strategic growth. The other 83% mentioned that their biggest challenge is ensuring that they have the right content for an ABM approach. In a recent article, Dan Rosenberg at Octane 11 mentioned that he's surprised that ensuring you have the right content for an account-based approach is at the top of the list of challenges. Number one, for us marketing professionals implementing ABM, he says, you already have plenty of content for an ABM program in your sales decks, in your product sheets, and even your existing website. But I argue that most content does not support ABM nor sales. In reviewing content that organizations push out in social and email communications, I, Eric Gruber, personal ABM CEO, find that most content does not support ABM. It does not support sales in driving conversations and sales cycles with accounts that are stuck in status quo or in the funnel. It does not support account management and customer success teams in their efforts to reduce churn, improve margin growth, which impacts profitability and increase customer lifetime value through account expansion. And in most cases, the content is disjointed. It does not lead prospects to the next step. Once the top of funnel campaigns gets buyers excited about the ideas that companies hold so dear. As a result, buyers are feeling around in the dark. You have content or you cannot have content that supports ABM until you shift your definition of ABM. Too many sales and marketing organizations still think of ABM as a lead generation tactic, as something to source the pipeline. A response to sales saying, I want these accounts and let's try to put them in the pipeline to create opportunities. We're not going to be able to support sales and selling conversations. We won't have content that really supports ABM, which should be about winning, protecting, and expanding key accounts that can provide the greatest revenue growth potential. In other words, ABM should be about getting new accounts to revenue and existing accounts to even more revenue. Until organizations change the ABM definition to go beyond top of the funnel, you will not have content that supports sales and driving conversations and sales cycles with the accounts that are stuck and status quo in the funnel. You're not. We're not gonna have content that supports account management teams and customer success teams. You will not have content that supports ABM or sales. You will not have content for the buyer's journey and the customer life cycle. There is no way.
During an ABM Dunway podcast, Cassandra Joet, Path Factory's Senior Director of Marketing, mentioned that she likes to compare the buyer's journey to the floor is lava game that kids play and is now a popular game show on Netflix. You have all these jumping points to get buyers to the safe harbor, and you want to make sure they don't fall into the lava halfway through their journey. You want buyers to jump from one rock to the next one and so on. And you want to lay out that path in a very clear way. Unfortunately, this path is not clear for most buyers. And it's one of the reasons why companies are turning to personal ABM to help them revamp their ABM content program to re-engage accounts that went dark and stopped engaging with sales and marketing. In many cases, teams aren't thinking about content for those tier one accounts that showed intent, but are now unengaged. If prospects are not engaging with your company and content, it's because you lack personal relevance, where you cannot make a personal connection with the buyers. They need more than persona-based content. Most marketing teams and the agencies, they use basic content messaging and conversations on what prospects customers tell them through their voice of the customer research and sales discovery. They are simply reacting and connecting pre-identified needs and wants with specific capabilities. It's resulting in commodity messaging, commodity content, and price-based conversations as competitors are also responding to the same insights with similar content, similar capabilities, just worded differently. So there is no competitive differentiation. Urgency is not created. Buyers in the quit the journey because value propositions do not identify with their specific needs. For these accounts, we need to go beyond intent data, such as content consumption, and look to understand why there was intention in the first place. What are the company's business goals and objectives? Who's on the buying committee and what are their specific wins? Once you know why there was intention, you can provide a personal journey that shows prospects their unconsidered gaps, the competitors' gaps, and how it would impact the business outcome they want. Now the story you tell in the content is their story. Teams aren't thinking about the content they need for tier one accounts that are unengaged and unresponsive to sales and marketing. As these accounts are part of the 60% of the market that is stuck in status quo. Most content is targeted at the 10% of the market that is already looking or they're open to buying. This part of the market leads to smaller margins as they have predefined needs. And in many cases, they are moving toward RFP, officially or unofficially, where they will focus on getting the most capabilities for the lowest price. There is very little content for the 30% of the market that is indifferent. And 30% of the market that thinks they aren't interested 
because no one has created a buying vision. When you can create a buying vision with this market and with specific accounts that have strategic priorities that you can play a strong role in, you will get significantly higher deal sizes and you will not have to worry about an RFP. You will be a party of one. Teams need more personal content that drives change and intent, where you focus on account-specific gaps and impacts and follow the challenger sales process and build contextual relevance, reframe specific buyer thoughts and ideas, make an emotional connection and build the business case and show a new way. This is not happening. As studies from Challenger show that 86% of content and messaging has no commercial impact on the buyer. That means only 14, 14% of content and messaging is communicated in such a way to suggest a valid reason for change. And it's leading to unresponsiveness. For example, Sigma is an account that Schneider Logistics, one of our clients, one as a client. But no matter what sales and marketing did for five years, Sigma didn't respond. They did not see how they were unserved by their TMS, transportation management software, and their supply chain provider. And even though sales and marketing was connected to the VP of supply chain at Sigma, they were still unresponsive for five plus years. Schneider began to create social conversations only after changing LinkedIn profiles, content, and one-on-one -on -one messaging to focus on unconsidered gaps that can be found in Sigma supply chain and the operational, employee, financial, and customer impacts because of the content shift and the stories that were now being told by Schneider's sales and marketing team and how they uniquely filled gaps of similar clients, Sigma pulled sales through the sales cycle and provided Schneider with a $2 million win. Schneider's typical sales cycles are 12 to 18 months. They won this deal in less than six months. This is what happens when you have content that supports ABM and sales. This is what happens. Quicker sales cycles, greater deal sizes, and greater responsiveness. In many cases, content is thought of as a pre-sales tool to get prospects into the funnel. But we want to get prospects to the finish line. This includes going beyond using content to influence the conversations that sales and marketing teams need to have. We need to influence the internal conversations that buyers are having without sales and marketing. 
We need to have content that helps the different buyers and influencers understand the gaps, their specific gaps, and how it impacts them and their team as a whole as they work to accomplish strategic initiatives. Most content is persona-based versus having content that brings together different personas and different departments to drive a consensus. Once we drive stage progression, we wanna help these accounts be better clients that get the most value from your solution and will want to keep investing. That's why we need content that supports deliberate nurturing that drives adoption, renewal, advocacy, and expansion. Customer success and account management teams need greater support. As corporate visions recently found that there is no differentiation between account acquisition, account retention, and account expansion conversations. In working with our clients, account management, and customer success teams, we also found that they are having the wrong conversations. They are discussing activities completed and benefits gained, which only engages operations level, right? They are having the same conversation as sales in a different tense. Before the cut, before the close, they talk about, here's what we will do for you. Here's your benefits. After the sale, what are they talking about? Here's what we did for you. Here are the benefits. We need content that builds a consensus and has the team as a whole acknowledge the gaps that were filled and the positive impacts across the organization. Once you have that acknowledgement, then you need content that opens their minds to their lessons learned, how they need to continue to evolve their strategy and where growth opportunities lies. It's this information that keeps the C-suite engaged. So account management teams can drive retention, penetration, and expansion. But these strategic conversations aren't happening because customer success teams are left to their own devices. They don't have the content, the stories, to keep their VPs and the C-suite engaged. You cannot have content that supports ABM until we change our definition and go beyond that lead generation. Right? We just talked about winning, protecting, and expanding accounts. We need to protect these teams. We need to have content that supports sales, the account teams, and the conversations they need to have with future and existing customers. We need to have content that supports ABM and sales. If the focus is just on thought leadership, right? It's not gonna go anywhere. ABM content goes beyond thought leadership. While thought leadership marketing content that's created for Legion can create access, to high value decision makers. It tends to lead to an RFP. Almost half of decision makers today 
invite producers of thought leadership content to bid on a project when they had not previously considered the organization. However, most of our clients do not like RFPs because it becomes a price battle that limits margin growth. And those that do our RFPs, they prefer to lead them versus just respond to RFPs that they are invited to, right? They lead them because they are driving change with their content. They're getting them to think differently, that they need a new solution. And while it may be traditional of those enterprises to use an RFP, they are basically doing it as in practice, but their mind is only on that account that changed their thoughts, that created the buying vision. And we can only do that if we have content that has commercial insights, that teaches for differentiation and reframes thoughts and ideas. Right? Most articles and white papers that are created for the masses miss the commercial insights that speak to specific gaps specific organizations have and the impact it has to different divisions, ranks, individuals, and customers. They don't show how the gaps can only be filled by that organization and why the organization should try not to use internal resources or the competition to fix their challenges. In most cases, your marketing content is only providing free consulting, free consulting that allows prospects to take that free education, invite sales to the bidding process along with your competition and use the content to tell your competitors what they are looking for. So sales teams are left to their own devices to reframe prospect thoughts and ideas demonstrate their relevance and make an emotional connection, build the business case, teach for differentiation and move the prospects through the funnel to the close. And the content is designed to support campaigns versus on conversations, versus focusing on the interactions that teams need to have. If we're truly engaging in ABM, then content needs to originate from sales. Then after having a proof of concept and seeing how the content impacts conversations firsthand, you integrate it into the broader marketing picture and campaigns for similar accounts. ABM content goes beyond speaking to personas. When marketing focuses on campaigns with a focus on personas, we typically react to general pain points, but pain doesn't move large, complex deals forward. Pain alone does not move complex, large deals forward. You need to align with strategic initiatives. Just look at how many companies have disjointed IT systems and how few are making an investment for change. Those that do move forward are part of the 10% of the market that is already open to buying. It's this market that is differentiating on price and engaging in a reverse sales auction. Which vendor will give the most needed features at the lowest price? See, your 
human buyers or human beings, not personas. So the content needs to speak to the human buyers with the accounts you want to win, protect, and expand. It needs to focus on how the business problem, the root causes, their gaps, and their personal impacts. This requires us to make ABM content, not just personalized. We need to make it personal. Some of the more advanced ABM organizations are creating content based on intent data that is focused on their market accounts, what they are searching for, and where they are in the buying process. And while sales and marketing may be delivering a personalized experience, it's still not personal. It's not a personal experience that's tailored specifically for a particular company and its buyers. You can have a personal experience when sales and marketing clump together ideal and market accounts that are in the same buying stage and deliver campaign templated content and messaging based on general assumptions, pain points, challenges, and large industry shifts. As a result, sales and marketing are speaking at accounts versus to the accounts and to and with the human buyers within those accounts. They are failing to make a strong connection between their insight and the potential customer. You cannot make it personal unless you dig deeper beyond intent data and figure out why is their intention in the first place? And specifically, what is the million dollar headache? What is going on in the organization? What is happening within different divisions, operations, customers, and the P&L? What are the business objectives? And what are the account-specific, competitor-specific gaps that will impact success? What are the gaps and challenges that stuck accounts are facing that they are unaware of? Or they are underestimating the magnitude of the issue and personal impacts. You see, everyone focuses on what's keeping the prospect up at night. But that's what the competition is also doing. And that's what all the content is around. Instead of educating the prospect on what should be keeping them up at night based on their specific business situation, where we come to them with a point of view about their business. What are the personal needs and wants of each buyer? What are they looking for personally? I believe that the next generation of ABM will be about supplementing personalized experiences with a more personal experience that is focused on specific accounts that sales and marketing want to win, protect, or expand. It will go beyond thought leadership and lead gen content. It will start focusing on how we are going to improve prospect interactions, create a greater customer experience, and accelerate accounts through their buying journey. It will focus on how we will protect and expand key accounts. It will focus on creating greater customer lifetime value with the 20% of accounts that will deliver 80% of today's and tomorrow's revenue growth. I'm Eric Ruber, CEO of Personal ABM, and I look forward 
to share with you more information on how you can be changing your content to make a greater connection with buyers, to influence internal conversations, influence selling conversations, and drive stage progression.